listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah, I remember when I came out and shit, man. It's been so long since I seen my dick. Probably been five months since I seen my seed. Goddamn K dot would it come to this. When I was sleeping on couches, nigga could get a car, got a Glock on my belt, yeah. Nigga, I was motherfucking out here with the flashing lights and stuck like reindeer. When I should have been the bank, yeah. I was somewhere stuck with a flame, yeah. Motherfucker, can you can, see how far I came here? When I <laughs> went broke and I came up in the same year. Can I get a hell yeah? Uh, drop my chair, hold my joy, show my pride. Music saved my fucking life. I'm doing right, getting you left behind. Feel my pain, now I'm styling. Hear this shit, I spent a thousand different homes, different islands. Drop my mixtape in a soul like an album hey welcome to the black guy with podcast your host rod and karen yeah i'm doing it sub my dick uh we are live on a sunday ready to do some podcasting it's sunday afternoon sunday afternoon um but say if you are premium you should have a movie review on your feed yeah we just put out crazy rich asians movie review that we just got back from i loved it yes thought it was really good we went to go see something friday and uh thursday i think thursday. it was thursday yeah thursday we saw mal 22 mm-hmm. uh which uh the dude from the raid is in uku weiss uh equal weiss mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh we we uh so you got movie reviews if you're premium not to mention balls deep pre-game nerd off i mean we mm-hmm. work hard come on we deserve the best uh coming to us okay guys come see us at the live show that's how hard we work come that's how hard out. we work um all right the official weapon is the taser the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions makers of book crushers a new comedy web series for people who love to read and love to make fun of books and authors our trailer is now out please watch like comment and share i'll put the link in the show notes and i just realized this moment forgot to put the other link in the show notes for last wednesday's show so i will update that show with the show notes uh with the link for their youtube outtakes god damn it like i said we're very busy uh, <laughs> we're doing a lot and after tonight for people who love fear the walking dead we'll be recapping that too yeah i mean work 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 rihanna was right it was she was a prophet when she said that so come like, on summer lama 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 work 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 that's That's all that matters um all right let's see let's get into the show um actually before we get started i did want to say a couple things okay um first that were on my mind okay is that i don't really have links for these these are just comments things i saw on twitter and i just wanted to talk about them the first one being um we saw crazy rich asians and there's been a lot of talk in the black community about aquafina and how some people are offended or uncomfortable about her black scent um she also had one in uh oceans eight and whatnot um and i do understand and i do relate i used to work with a girl like that uh named bao that she was a uh, korean and she did not hang out with black people at all she didn't come from black culture and she used to talk like that and it was so ridiculous and over the top and i definitely felt a way about it at the time um i mean i was young but still you know i was just like this is so inauthentic you know um but you know it's not like she was acting in a movie if she was acting on a movie set then that's a choice she made as an actress i probably would not be as bothered by it but you know she used to do that and you know like her and her friends kind of like imitated a lot of hip-hop lifestyle but they weren't really like that down with black people i never seen them say or do anything anti-black for the record like right. i never felt like 
they was walking around calling us niggers but then also listening to wu-tang or some shit i didn't feel like that but it just kind of felt kind of like i don't know weird right like you're not really from my culture but you're using some of the same language and slang and terminology and stuff um and so i did used to feel uncomfortable about it um so i can identify with those who feel uncomfortable with aquafina the couple minutes they've seen uh in the trailers or something like that yeah because we had seen her in some other movies and this is this ocean's is, eight right this is the style she happens future to uh future so man I, yeah future man i best future man shit future man i she was enjoyable and very enjoyable in future man yeah so i definitely wanted to say that before i go into what i'm about to say next which is crazy rich agents is amazing mm-hmm. uh, i think she's hilarious in it i think she's <sighs> she's a scene stealer her and kim john both that still whole scene. family almost everybody in that movie has played comedic roles as well Mm -hmm. so er even constance Wu. so like everybody in the movie is funny um there's like no white people in the fucking movie after Mm -hmm. you get past like the first couple minutes um like you blink and you will miss any other white people in the movie i was here for it um and i did want to say like um it made me examine some shit that i thought about with our culture because i do feel like people take sides and it's like my side's always right your side's always wrong uh animosity flows one way it doesn't flow the other and um i did feel like you know looking at the culture i've grown up and the things that i've loved that black people have dabbled into asian whether it be caricatures whether it be you call it appreciation some people would call it appropriation correct um and i've never really had a problem with it because i've always felt like our culture share with each other and yeah, yeah there's some animosity there between certain groups and mm-hmm. shit there's people that you know i i know black people that you know have had bad dealings with asian folks whether it be businesses in our communities uh things of this nature i know asian people that have felt uh ostracized or picked on not to mention the intersection of people that are black and asian and have to deal with shit from both groups come on um i don't think either necessarily side if you want to call it that is perfect right but i mean i've listened to wu-tang clan my whole life i've listened to um you know lupe fiasco's basically become a whole ass samurai somehow in the last four years (laughs) come on um the uh when it comes to on the screen i mean from kung fu kenny to kung fu joe to dragonfly jones to black belt jones to um like just so many different like black people and asian people like black people kind of swooping in from asian people and taking their lane and being like this is a thing that you know i'm gonna adopt you know i always love that black people learned and practiced self-defense mm-hmm. my favorite movie is uh the last dragon right i've said it multiple times and i could see how someone could take that if they were asian and be like this is nothing but a fucking mockery of our culture the three chinese dudes that are in the film are fucking made fun of essentially um even though they're using black they're adopting black hip-hop shit and your the whole rest of the movie is about y'all adopting our shit but I would be dishonest to say that I haven't always found that really fucking cool that our culture share something. Correct, correct. And uh yeah, you talking about self defense, like I've even thought about I haven't signed up for anything, but mm. I haven't thought about, you know, taking like classes, you know. Well, for, I took Taekwondo. Okay, I didn't not, take now, none of that. Now keep in mind I'm not saying that's the same as appropriation or that's stealing or something like that, but 
i know that people feel com- black people who i'm talking to now okay we will feel completely different when it's the other shoe like we see asian people doing hip-hop or pop k-pop type shit but with rap and all of a sudden it's oh, i feel uncomfortable about this you oh, know i enjoy k-pop like this is not an indictment on you personally I, this is not this is no not problem. a conversation about me and you specifically <laughs> um as far as like i'm not accusing anybody listening to this i just want to be clear because people take these things personal correct when you bring it up like no but let me see if i fit the narrative and i quit and i quit myself this is not about guilt or innocence i'm saying i have always found that to be beautiful that our cultures share shit that has always like i i I don't know that i'd be in the anime now i don't know that i'd be into um a bunch of shit and you know a lot of times i do feel like uh, i don't know they feel like they're kind of making fun you know it's like you watch dragon ball z you see mr popo and you're like uh, i don't know about this one fellas you know what i mean but then i also watch samurai shampoo which is a hip-hop influence anime and i'm like this is the height of both our genres coming together to make something that could only be made if you two people respect each other's culture or whatever and so maybe people feel like um ken jong aquafina stuff don't respect our culture i don't i would have to see more evidence i guess of of what i would consider to be disrespect correct um because I, like i said i've seen too many black people get away with playing an asian character like an asian uh stereotype quote unquote but being black and being like isn't this funny like like you know someone was telling me how kung fu kenny shouldn't count as blah 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 i'm saying okay well you're not asian so imagine an asian person said i'm offended by that shit and you went well it's paid as a joke they mock him for dressing up like that it's a fucking movie he didn't even have to be in the movie Mm -mm. they could have made a completely they could have just put an asian person in that shop and made a different type of joke you know people get so subjective when it's dave Chappelle talking about putting on a dress niggas get woke as fuck to the nuance of everything but if somebody came up to you and said well you know i'm putting on a dress i mean it's funny if a white man put on a dress you wouldn't have a problem you would find a reason why you can stay offended or whatever so i don't know it just feels kind of hypocritical um to me some of the results some of the backlash because i know these people in our culture are cultural like staples of like oh yeah that was dope when you know dragonfly jones nigga we laugh we have shirts about dragonfly jones yeah. like mm-hmm. and 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 i think uh for me uh the because uh, somebody put in the chat room talking about the intention of the artist it's 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 up to personal per, per, perspective right. because if you feel like the intention is bad fuck it you know if you feel like it's cool it's cool so a lot of that is subjective and 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 that's the thing people kind of pick and choose what's appropriation what's not appropriation right. what's mockery was not mockery and niggas get offended by certain things and i understand niggas get offended by certain things when certain people come in our culture i completely understand that but when you as far as black people going to other people's culture they're supposed to understand and 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 that's not always true or the passes quote unquote that we kind of give out to certain folks you know like um danny mcbride half his career is just that he is a white dude that will say some shit in like uh aave or ebonics or whatever you want to call it and we'll kind of you know it's kind of funny like i don't i mean maybe there's black people that have never seen it for him but i just know in general he's not the kind of dude that 
i typically see a whole bunch of shit in my timeline about we need to get him out of the culture blah 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 and it's about where you draw people's personal lines because you've said before people's likes or dislikes or whether they'll let you appropriate or whether it's mockery all is contingent hey, if you on don't, if they like you or not if you don't like somebody it's always going to be called appropriation Correct. it doesn't matter how it don't, doesn't matter don't matter the intentions or not yeah. if you're like fuck that nigga it's gonna be i don't care what you do it's never right yeah and i mean maybe it's different because of uh the model minority myth that asian people have placed upon them and some of the privilege that comes with that and stuff like that i'm sure that plays into a part of it as well because you know it's a deeper conversation but um yeah that was one of those things where i was just like you know it may i'm glad it happened because it made me think and i was like yeah i have no dog in this fight because i legitimately enjoy both blends of motherfuckers love afro samurai and still want that shit to come back right you know what i'm saying like we we do this to other folks but it's only when it happens to us that we become like like it's like we're we're the fucking angels and every and we we would never and motherfuckers come in here and do this to us and i'm like but we we do it yeah you know it's, I mean? it's, al- it's always a crossing of cultures when it comes to certain things everybody if you talk to most famous people we got across the board most of the people that have been long-lasting or that are superstars they'll tell you their genre is a little bit of everybody they'll tell you their name white folks black folks uh, uh, uh folk song folks like it's across the board so and so in reality we're all influenced by something else a lot of times outside our own culture we might add our culture to mix it up but most people are influenced by a variation of different things and it's not always all your culture yeah and everybody kind of does it but i think because with after tumblr culture and some of the like you know think piece type of culture and shit it's kind of changed to like we need to examine this and break it down and it needs to be seen as problematic and i'm not there yet i don't Mm -mm. i don't think that it's always problematic i don't think and i know that i've can like uh enjoy shit both ways i've enjoyed Mm -hmm. afro samurai i've enjoyed hip-hop uh i've enjoyed um samurai shampoo i've enjoyed um uh dragonfly jones as a character on martin i've enjoyed kung fu joe uh and i'm gonna get you sucker like wu-tang clan is fucking internationally world renowned but they didn't grow up in japanese culture or or any of that shit they just watched some movies and decided we're gonna do this and they got to cook to the tunes of millions and billions of dollars where the rizza is still playing like asian characters in fucking movies and people are letting him cook right you know um so i i don't know man it just felt kind of like a weird moment to watch that happen that was one of the things the second thing uh actually it might be three things the second thing was uh lovey ajai who we i think we talked about on the show before mm-hmm. um when she wrote that long thing about a biracial activist and being out of pocket and all this shit and she got a bunch of backlash and she doubled down and then she finally apologized like a week later um but you know she kind of has a history of doing that kind of stuff um and there's been a lot of stuff between her and uh a, a ton of black folks for years like there's people that don't fuck with her which is weird because i also remember when those same people fucked with her heavy like she kind of became somebody because the same people that kind of don't fuck with her now were like oh my god so funny retweet love this and i don't know that she ever changed maybe people just kind of wised up or you know started situations started coming up where they just couldn't ignore it anymore because they feel like 
a lot of black people feel like she's a a culture vulture of black american um culture and then she writes about our shit like she's an authority on it but they're like you're not an authority you you don't come from this you just you shouldn't have the job of like speaking for us you know which i understand you know i understand um but she said something this week like tevin campbell doesn't have a range to uh do a tribute to um to aretha franklin and so then uh the um um then it was like um a just a coronation of receipts flowed through the skies for and they have been flowing for 72 hours at this point um like stuff i've never even heard of somebody said she uh wrote an essay and got um and got like uh uh, awarded or recognized from the naacp and the essay was about black people shouldn't get reparations i still haven't seen a link to it Mm -hmm. maybe it's been scrubbed from the internet maybe it's not heard of maybe it never happened maybe it did i i looked for a link too last night i was like is this for real um but you know people bring up any comments she said that uh people couldn't uh people disagree with over the years um how she grew up with money and black people didn't and she didn't realize that until she got here and all this shit which i don't know that statement by itself isn't necessarily problematic but i think people are saying combined with her career speaking about black shit in america it's like eh, maybe you don't get to be the person speaking about this right um whatever um i do know that the motherfuckers that came for her neck over that tevin campbell shit have been just waiting for her to fuck up again so they could do it and you know she is the kind of person that doesn't really back down and doubles down so it's it's a never-ending cycle of rinse you know she fucks up about once a year motherfuckers bring up all the receipts since 2008 and then we do this again they they still haven't canceled her she's gotten book deals she's nobody gets canceled yeah supposedly she has a tv show coming uh with shonda rhimes yeah she had a book right yeah and so you know a lot of this shit is jealousy a lot of this shit is also people that have grudges that are like the only time people pay attention to me is when i'm dragging somebody correct other than that people just pretty much don't want to give a fuck what i have to say Mm. so here's a chance to you know get some get some attention because you make that your brand right and even with her shit um you know it it was sort of a it did show a lack of cultural knowledge with black shit because tevin campbell i mean he do got the range it's tevin campbell you know he got a gorgeous voice yeah tevin campbell's guy who was unfairly basically had his career uh sabotage because he was out of this gay when we were young like i still Correct. remember being like what the fuck happened to tevin campbell Did i he- thought he had next right he just disappeared yeah like that shit like people make jokes about what luther Vandross was always in the closet and i'm like if he was in the closet then blame whatever the fuck y'all did to tevin campbell because like that shit was like uh y'all know he gay right which was i thought was kind of an open secret maybe at the time i did like it didn't seem like that should be offensive or shocking to anyone in somebody's career and then people it was like he can't work anymore which is uh fucked up i don't you know there's no other thing to say about it he's still around still breathing writing all kinds of shit behind the scenes for people right um you know i i mean like i said he he it it was so it was that 
combined with people not liking her i think they took off i think if someone they liked had said that they let it slide it would have been like people would have been like uh she tripping but whatever Whatever. like girl you know girl you sure about this or something like it would have been more like that yeah they had tevin campbell's name trending off of this yeah tevin campbell i thought he died i went on twitter that's what people were saying tevin campbell's the number one trend i said not after aretha man what the fuck and then it was like oh no no this shit is just more about going in on love y'all i was like oh okay well that makes more sense um but yeah man it was kind of um it was wild too because now this weekend it's black people are so beautiful man it's so good uh out of all this mockery i've seen kevin tevin campbell retweeted about three thousand times uh more than i was at any point i didn't know he had a twitter account i'm saying i can't log in now without being like in case you missed it tevin campbell said he was willing to be in uh ava duvernay's queen sugar i'm she, like she oh, might, yeah he might fuck around and they may be like hey you know what yeah like can we kind of do what we did when missy uh performed in the super bowl and all of a sudden her screens went up a thousand percent and everybody was like shit she should have been the headliner at the super bowl fuck this other shit like can we do that like let's make it something positive right come on uh but yeah i i like i said that shit happened and then it turned into uh african-americans versus africans because that became a huge thing which was irrelevant to what she said yeah which is interesting because i growing up in charlotte didn't grow up with that many african people that i knew that were from directly from africa or even first gen that i knew of or that it came up with so i don't i never had the the negative experience of african people like judging me or me feeling less than I, i only knew a couple of them you know of that couple there was this dude that named sam when i used to when i worked at wendy's and sam didn't wear deodorant and that was like a thing and i do remember people picking on him and then trying to extrapolate to all africans that that was a thing and shit um i don't know enough to say it is or is not i know that sam was also taking out the garbage he's the hardest working motherfucker i've ever seen in my life this nigga be taking out the garbage on 100 degree days i'm like man you ain't gonna wait till it cool down he's like nope and he just go out there and he kind of talked like the Kimbe Matumbo. um but you know uh, i mean like that's my experience you know i i uh there was a girl in college that wanted me to give her a ride to the store um and she was from africa and she spent the whole ride talking about being from africa and uh she had been like oh, i'll pay you gas money when we get back and she never paid me my gas money and then she tried to go again and i was like nigga i ain't you ain't gonna fool me twice but uh those are my only experiences <laughs> so i don't have the negative connotation necessarily that some people have with it um and i think maybe that's you know through twitter and all the fighting and people being able to see conversation that used to be internal correct and that i'm not privy to because i just don't even follow people on some like you know you're from africa let me see what you think about me you know like i if it doesn't come directly at me i probably won't see it same um so i guess i don't know i guess that was some shit uh about africa and africans not getting along and it turned into that like y'all profited off of slavery too and y'all think y'all better than us and black culture isn't for everybody you can't just come and take our shit and act like it's yours it's not it's ours and i'm like man can we just go back to february 15th remember that y'all we was all wakanda forever y'all remember we was all crying walking out of theater feeling represented we was all laughing at forest whitaker's accent y'all remember 
we we had a unified union of of, of being against colonizers that was a thing we started calling them all colonizers i kind of missed kind of missed that moment you know but can't live in that moment forever uh but still it was that was kind of a, a thing i saw on twitter that i was just like that shit took off um that shit was still it might still be going i don't know it niggas might, was dragging i don't know yeah and i know love you ain't the hill to die on for so you ain't about to see me say that none of that nothing about that like uh like i do think people don't like her hey I, it's not me and at some point uh if there's enough smoke at some point i'm like this shit don't happen to just any and everybody so this is multiple times this shit has happened so good luck to everyone involved beautiful guys and i'm guessing she'll be continue to cook uh continuing to cook nobody gets canceled nobody nobody uh and then the last thing was this so boots rally who directed sorry to bother you okay um wrote a long ass essay about black Klansmen and how the movie was problematic because it makes it seem as if police are good and if ron as if ron starworth wasn't trying to infiltrate a black student like a black uh activist organization for three years before he went and uh did this operation on the clan and it's gonna turn people into thinking the cops are on our side and uh who what america he think we live in yeah it, it was this long thing he i seen him tweet about it uh, like the week before but i was just kind of like whatever you know but he wrote this longer form essay of uh, kind of encapsulating his thoughts and uh, to be honest i don't necessarily disagree with the idea that the the movie was is based on a true event but that's not how it went you know of course it's I, hollywood right right and i do think spike uh takes some liberties with it which they do it all of these picks based off of real events all of them um and i you know and i enjoy both movies you know i think both movies had some good qualities and whatnot but this is what i found interesting a week ago black women kind of made a couple black women not even like every black woman just a few black women were kind of discussing the movie on twitter without mentioning him without tagging him or anything right and they were like i felt like the portrayal of tessa thompson and the other black woman in the film who barely had any role or lines felt like it was milk toast i felt like it wasn't good enough I felt like it wasn't fleshed out as the male characters like she didn't really know what she wanted to do she kind of rode the fence on uh on this shit and she um didn't truly have a um a, um a point of view that i could dig i felt like the movie let me down as a black woman that's what a few women said right one of them wrote a piece on it and everything so he goes on twitter and he starts responding to these people who haven't added him going back and forth about you know the shit with them um in a way that i thought was you know like dude you made a movie you knew a whole lot of people were gonna see this you're not at the like unfortunately i'm not saying it's fair but you're probably not at the at the level anymore where you can respond directly back to someone critiquing your art and not have people take it personal or not have people go you know it's twisted into it's going to be something bad no matter what like right and mm-hmm. all jokes aside the optics of a lot of people probably have critiqued your movie online mm-hmm. but you made a, a you made an extra effort to go after these black women that's going to be a problem with you being a man yeah and like he had a comment that he sarcastically said to a white director that panned this film and i do think people tried to 
twist that comment into making it seem like he was cool with the dude when he wasn't um but even with all that that you know when i saw him go through that shit the week before i was like man he should have just probably said nothing but whatever you don't have you know do what you want to do do you do what you want to do but i did find it odd and kind of off-putting that he was so critical of spike's film a week after not wanting anybody to say shit to him like he essentially was like yo i don't want y'all to to control the narrative of what you got from the film i'm gonna tell you what you should get from the film yeah he wrote like a long form piece to the woman who said she didn't like the portrayal of the black women in the film with like this is what it really was and this is what the character was and people was like yes but i saw the film with my money and it was not what i saw on the screen it did not feel that way to me you know and you can't really tell somebody how to feel after you put this thing out you know and it's not uh it's no longer it, yours yeah like it's not really a call and response type gig you know like some things are like hey give me feedback and we'll talk about it correct you know, a, a podcast you can a, a blog uh, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of shit you know you can go on medium.com leave a comment maybe the artist or the author hits you back you know there's certain but a movie's just not like that like a movie millions of people see it and then they make a evaluation and, and a judgment and you don't really get to go person to person like nah this is what it meant and if they still come away like well even with this interaction i feel like it still wasn't i still feel the way i feel you just gotta let it slide you know um and i was like i i don't know if it's some highlander shit where it can only be one black film but but i I was like it's a little bit in my opinion i think he underestimates the intelligence of the audience if you think people really walked out of spike lee's film and went well cops are good they're on the side of black people and black lives matter you think people are dumb uh case closed you know i I just don't think i mean maybe there's some people that need to hear it from boots riley but who are the people reading boots riley's long ass piece but also they saw that spike lee movie and walked out of there stupid enough to think it was for the cops you know like oh yeah cops are good you know not and i don't want to spoil anything but not to mention there's a distinct thing that happens near the end of the film where you're like oh the cops are not really okay with with the shit that happened here Mm -mm. you know what i mean and in his own community he's not really considered the cop von starworth isn't considered some type of hero like like within the community it's like "Mm, yeah nigga you still the cops though so i don't i mean i don't know it just felt like uh i don't know it felt weird you know what i mean um to be crit that critical of someone else and not be able to take criticism for yourself it just felt weird so those are three things that happened on twitter in the last few days that i noticed and was like you know what? let's talk about this because i don't have articles or anything and i don't want to like uh bog the show down too much with it but i was like this is not weird to everybody these three things you know anyway uh now let's get into articles guys uh the fcc shut down alex jones flagship radio station in unrelated news alex jones had a flagship radio station yeah come to find out uh they uh didn't have no business airing that's why fcc it wasn't about the government control and they was like hey y'all didn't pay your fines and your fees yeah apparently it was a pirate radio station called liberty radio it's here with a fifteen thousand dollar fine and at least temporarily pulled from the waves 
the lawsuit filed in federal court in austin alleged that liberty radio had functioned without a license since at least 2013 and had been transmitting from a tower at an austin apartment complex right they was like no what you ain't gonna do is we don't care about what you're saying but we want our fucking money isn't it weird though that he one was allowed to do this for so long for for that long right um which means they knew mm -hmm, right um and that the people that listen to him are uh like this sounds like a rinky dink operation and he has become such a household name and a huge influence on so many impressionable ass crazy racist white people you know to the point where people legitimize him with interviews on tv and all this shit you know megan kelly did that um that would be like if me and you were being well coming up on 60 minutes riding karen you know they people be like what the fuck did these niggas did to be on 60 minutes i'd be like that how the fuck we get on 60 minutes dog ain't right. this the old people channel like you're giving him a platform to spread some bullshit um liberty radio stopped airing on the radio in december but still streams online the fcc is charging that station with also illegally broadcasted on the fm wavelength so he had the nerve to go fm with it not am mm, 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 mm. yeah because they treat am and fm completely different uh the associated press reported that walter olenick and m raider nadler olenick were named as defendants in the lawsuit and the apartment complex uh where the station was transmitted is linked to the pair the olenicks reportedly told the fcc that they would not fi uh, pay the fine and would treat any agency representatives as trespassers yeah which yeah. is basically a threat if y'all try to sue us or come on our property we will treat you as a trespasser aka kill you yeah and we charge your ass and throw your ass in jail because you would not put up with this with nobody else and that goes to show you something about up in chat room how not tech savvy his audience is but the fact that you're still airing shit on the radio well obviously the radio gets way more um listeners than a podcast does correct um radio comes in every car when you buy it right off the lot like and radio is a passive listening thing you don't have to go seek out the channel necessarily or the content you just put it on something and, and, you, and you just leave it there every time you get in the car it's already on you don't gotta bluetooth anything hook anything up i mean it is a bigger medium and that's scary to me that he had that many you know he had that much of a reach correct um but yeah and i mean and alex jones has been sued and had to admit in his like custody battle with his ex-wife or whatever that this is a character he's playing and it's not real right because she was like no you can't see the kids you spewing this bullshit but then he'll go on you know on his show and be like i lied it is not a character this is the real me and nobody goes i'm gonna stop listening to this dude he seems like a fraud right but the fcc has had to shut him down um let's see what else happened um oh tiana taylor removed herself from a tour because she was having problems with the, the singer jeremy um do i i know i probably know who he is don't i know i know who he is um i mean well see jeremy got like one and a half hits okay because you know you've been naming people i'll be like who and you be like you heard them before um i feel like we do know his his uh his hit songs or whatever um birthday sex 
I've yes, I remember that song. And that ooey song, that ooey. That's you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Um, I'll play a little bit for you. That sounds like some shit they be playing on Insecure by, by Issa Rae doing something. They have played it on that. Okay, but I'm about to say, that sounds like some shit they play. And then, of course, Birthday Sex. Which they played on Atlanta. Yes. so um that was the guy who was headlining this tour okay and he was headlining i guess with tiana taylor who i would say at this point much bigger star than him correct much more relevant uh musically at this point after uh her own like album that she put out with good music and she's loving hip-hop right no okay Tiana taylor's not loving hip-hop okay um but she does have a reality show with her husband iman shumper okay i was like i know i seen her on something yeah i mean she you know she's also body goals for everybody you know she's oh loving. that's that woman to be out there to be like super duper fine yes mm-hmm, yeah i know who you're talking about now yeah she was on uh in the video for kanye's uh song what was the name of that song fade she was the woman in fade uh in the, if you've ever seen that video where it's just her like dancing and stretching and all kinds of shit well anyway she um said on twitter i've been extremely mistreated on this tour so on that note i will no longer continue to stay on the hashtag later that night tour because if i do i'm gonna end up knocking this nigga out i'm sorry oh. to all who has already purchased tickets to see me i will make sure everyone gets refunded um so um just while everyone questioned which nigga she was uh gonna <laughs> knock out she mentions hashtag jeremy her r&b r&b tour mate and says the following lazy sneaky jealous conniving selfish lame ass nigga oh don't ever try to play me petunia they come into Ooh, whoever petunia is Woo. they come to see is me is that a flower uh it is a type of flower and a name they come to see me then 80 percent of the room leave after my set work my ass off every city every night you've done nothing this whole tour but act like a diva in your prince's chair Ooh. oh because she opens for him so she's like look after i finish performing everybody normally leaves the instagram fire uh, she went live on instagram firing more details of her tra- mistreatment from the production team of purposely messing with uh her set and giving jeremy the larger dressing rooms to water being on the stage which caused her to fall off the stage but the <gasps> last job for T- taylor was the tour management's refusal to allow her to close the show in her stomping ground nyc the live show also mentioned an apparent issue between hashtag party next door and jeremy before checking the birthday sex singer for his hubristic unprofessionalism at the end of the video tiana promised fans she will get 
to put together a tour of her own and that the first stop is toronto shortly after jeremy responded on instagram with a video clip of Lil duval dancing to his unbothered anthem smile ain't going back and forth oh yeah that song i ain't going back and forth with you nigga i'm living my best life uh he hashtag the post hashtag ktse which is uh tiana's album title um so you know a lot of people was like damn you know like she off her own tour over this nigga yeah so she's now headlining the tour which a lot of people were saying she should have anyway yeah and he's off the tour oh that problem fix apparently that was like no 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 keep your dates keep up up we'll get rid of him Mm-hmm. yeah so so that means somebody else who've been touring been seeing people leaving after she performed so they were like you come out here and half the audience is gone we need to reverse this that's a problem is that a world tour is that a girl oh it's oh it is a girl story it's tiana taylor's story okay got it yeah um he took the twitter after getting kicked off the uh, um off the tour as well um he said while i'm extremely pissed about the disrespectful comments and name calling that's been made i hold no resentment or vengeance in my heart i'm more disappointed for our fans nonetheless i must move forward but i wish tiana and danny nothing but the best oh you didn't got no choice but mm-hmm. to move on mm-hmm. you didn't get an option Mm-hmm. yeah and you met you mad you mad because you went back and forth with her that shows that you had some feelings mm-hmm. it's not the first time he's been accused of being problematic on tour um he was uh, accused of sending a body double out when he was on the road party next door a body double <gasps> nigga wow what in the milli vanilli is that come on they you had just... a wig on too girl you know it girl you know it what, what, what's happening here like you really just keep a spare you in the trunk like right hey, you look just like me bruh can you go out there and handle this man this is Jeremy. you ain't even got the really same lip sync it no that this is jeremiah i'm jeremy and this is jeremiah jeremiah i need you to go out there and get this check for the night wow yeah uh speaking of cancellation news kevin spacey had a movie come out this weekend mm-hmm. and um i i had you heard of this movie it's called billionaires billionaire boys club nigga as much as we go to the movies i have not seen nay ray review i mean that nay ray preview yeah i haven't seen a trailer a trailer yeah i mean it's been fucking crickets yeah i didn't even know I, I, the last time i've heard of him with a movie i think was uh the movie where they had to replace him remember that where he was they, they that was a week out from the movie being yeah released? and that dude ended up winning awards and getting like claimed nominated right because they were like you did this shit in such a short period of time bravo well anyway um i think it was called all the money in the world yeah so this movie comes out and it makes 126 on opening day i think it was only in 10 theaters 126 million no Mm-mm. no no 126 thousand dollars nice try buddy nice try 126 hundred dollars <laughs> nope not even not even that a hundred and twenty six one dollar bills that's what this film made who was them eight people i want i that's what i want to know did he buy 10 tickets throughout the united states 
and charge it to his own card to make it seem like some people saw it yeah and even with this nobody gets canceled he made the fucking movie they put it out he actually didn't get canceled I mean, he got his check already yeah right that's what i'm saying nobody gets canceled yeah. even though it's a flop nobody gets canceled like was it other actors that took like i'm in this movie with kevin spacey it was a was big deal the- when it was filmed i gotta go see myself on the big screen in the quiet theater alone in shame him but and, at least i saw myself him and his family yeah him was, immediate family or or just him and the director assistant director and you know a few members of the staff like was this the movie premiere party and eight of them showed up and that's why they made all the money the come, 20 come on like was it just people that's like it's hot as fuck outside i need two hours of ac and there's no better way to get some air conditioning and then the go to a movie theater that i know is gonna be empty it's just gonna i can lay on the floor yeah somebody says the only movie the movie pass in block right right movie trash will be my my app movie trash will be showing this movie at nonstop. yeah free tickets to this Uh, unlimited tickets as many as y'all want um what would happen if two people bought tickets at the same time and sat next to each other like what would be the odds it's like some star cross shit right <laughs> like you into this shit too wow i just came here to get some sleep well i'm actually in the movie if you wait 10 minutes you'll see me right i'm in the opening scene um i don't know i don't know what happened with kevin spacey um and this movie um also unfortunate name right billionaire boys club so mm kind of an unfortunate name after what he's been accused of doing right and the thing is that means it got uh financed (laughs) you had a crew you had other actors like a lot of stuff went around to invest in in this i'm pretty sure it wasn't like a big budget compared to some of the other stuff but yeah nobody gets canceled like i said he didn't cash his check to move on yeah i don't know if they filmed this before and they just didn't have the money to reshoot the shit with another actor like they did or uh correct i mean i mean i mean it's a possibility not correct i don't know but that's a possibility and it was like we at least want to put it out because this thing it didn't go like across the country it was like look these, these 10 theaters like what how did you decide which states to put the move like which theaters is it all in the same city yeah you know how do you stumble in it do you think you're watching something else are you like uh what's that movie uh it came out this week it's a big deal it's uh something about rich people in a rich people it's like a group of them oh billionaire boys club that's probably it that's probably it and then you walk right past crazy rich asians like what is that line for i don't know there's huh they must think they're going to see something must be something else out you know do you just and like, walk in there be like why am i the only one sitting here right do you walk out like after you like after the trailers come and it goes billionaire boys club and then they show kevin spacey do you just get up and go okay clearly i need to get my money what was this wrong theater i don't understand what you uh happened. yeah can i get my tickets to the crazy asian movie that everybody's standing in line for can, right. can i can sir I, that that's sold out you should have been here you should have been got those tickets sir right and, and maybe this is just me but something I, because of all the technology i'm still amazed that people actually go up to the front of movie theaters actually buy tickets i'm like y'all, y'all do know that you could put all the shit on your, your phone some people right? off the grid that's true especially people. all i realize a lot of older people have a tendency to do that yeah people off the grid man maybe i don't want to all the apps on my phone i'm tracking my location and all that shit man i just want to go get five dollars for a movie ticket the other thing y'all realize is a lot of people that don't go to the movies as much as we do 
you know what that's true too right but uh, but but i realize that the line is so much longer and they be like oh yeah we'll scan you boop 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 and they'd be mad you'd be like yeah you should have we streamline the process because we expect to be there a few times a month uh, okay you true, know there's true, a lot of people true. that's like they left the house to see black panther and that was it right they're not leaving for nothing else so it's gonna be a long life that's part of the experience you know that's true they don't care you know as far as uh you know that's why people don't sign up for amc stubs and we get to walk by all those people on our way through the amc stubs line to get food and i'll be like you fancy huh yes i am i'm mm -mm, mm -mm. i don't want to wait either yeah like we get to do that because essentially they made a they for the most part they probably made a compromise in their head like i only go to the theater blank amount of times a year i'll stand in a long line it's cool i get here early it's an event you know you know what yeah okay that makes more sense but anyway i mean but the rush i get from walking past them is beautiful like that's why capitalism works is specifically the the feeling i get of having and it's not even extra because it really does pay for itself but let's call it extra the feeling i get of paying ten dollars extra a year so i can walk past other people that want to see the same thing as me but feel like i'm more special and they can offer me a large popcorn for the price of a small right that i'm never gonna accept they always upgrade when you upgrade for free no that i'm never gonna accept because there's nothing that makes me feel worse than eating a large tub of popcorn <laughs> by myself in the theater period there's never right even me and you splitting it we could finish that fucking turbo popcorn so you either waste a lot of popcorn because you can't finish it right or you finish it and then you just feel like a slob like it's no all buttery and shit no upside to getting a large popcorn you know that like they knew what they were doing they said you could do that um so yeah that's a big part of of the experiences walking past those people and that's why capitalism stays in place because all of us have a little piece of ourselves that likes to be treated better than other people whether we deserve it or not you know what true 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 um we haven't done in a while but honey i get real fancy i'll do the shit we'll be like oh what you want let's go ahead and order so when i walk up i can just pick my shit up yeah i mean it just is what it is it's, you know i'm not saying this is good or bad i just think we all had this impulse inside of us that uh you know and don't let you pay for something motherfuckers act a whole ass i don't give a fuck they call themselves socialist communist whatever let somebody in america pay for a thing and not get the thing promised in the way that it was supposed to be promised motherfuckers act entitled to shit they you, you shouldn't have promised as far as they right. concerned all that peace and love shit goes right out the fucking window you fuck up they order at mcdonald's it just becomes a whole different animal and that's the beauty of working in uh that industry for me is it taught me how full of shit everybody is correct when it comes to like i have patience on stuff like that yeah, yeah like i still get thanked for my patience we have got whenever free we have shit. It, whenever i'm not even talking about the free shit i'm not i'm just saying people look so fucking thankful when you exhibit the just dignity and decency now i'm not talking about some above and beyond shit where like you fuck up my order and call me a nigger and i'm like well i never you know what I, i'm gonna give you another chance to fix this no i'm talking about someone just forgets to put ketchup in the bag and they're so used to people coming up and being like you 
motherfucker i know i will choke the life out of your newborn child if i ever don't get a two packages of ketchup when i demand ketchup okay this i pay your 575 an hour okay motherfucker and when i come up here and i go to the dollar menu i'm a dollar menu now you say that with me motherfucker say dollar menu now like that i've seen that happen right you be like calm down it is not that serious i've had shit thrown at me like i I remember somebody threw something back i know another dude threatened to kill me because the food slipped at wendy's uh it was a bag of salad and his 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 wife was driving she was the one uh driving the car and paying for the food with his scrub ass and her salad slipped a little bit it didn't fall didn't spill didn't break open nothing happened no one was hurt and this motherfucker really said motherfucker i'll kill you what well watch your back what time you get off today i'll come up in this motherfucker i was like okay um interesting so yeah that shit has shaped my view of humanity when i when people talk about being pessimistic and all my whole my spiel part of that is like oh i've seen everybody when you deal with the general public yes i've seen at what like people think the public deserves so much more than they deserve come on because niggas are trash as fuck like you know what i mean and and don't those same people would get pissed if i was like yeah you know what we should actually raise the wage for minimum wage because those people deserve to be treated better with dignity and if they they deserve to make a living wage they can da 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 those motherfuckers would they would riot if they found out everybody at mcdonald's made even 15 dollars an hour which is not always a livable wage everywhere no it's not but if they found that out they would lose their fucking minds if motherfuckers got like health insurance working at walmart motherfuckers will be there will be motherfuckers at the front door like Mm-mm, hell no oh i need to feel above these people and you just took that away from me uh i need to know that they don't have dignity so yeah man part part that that little piece of me i think this welcome to the side of my head y'all this is the shit that i think about when uh even when i skip that line of amc i'm always a little bit like yeah this is the problem with people you know <laughs> like like the way i feel right now like mm short line walking right in the theater i ain't had to get here 30 minutes extra to, mm-hmm. to get no nachos i could have used the app i did this i did that the way i feel while i would never take it to the level of embarrassing yelling at somebody whatever right still the way i feel getting over quote unquote on my comment on this fellow my fellow human person in my society all loops back to to why the fuck we can't have nice things with like socialism or communism or whatever other isms y'all want to have why rich people get people are the problem yeah people are the problem people are the problem we harbor a bunch of evil inside us anyway speaking of evil ramen noodle heist in georgia Mm -hmm. some ramen noodles got heisted and uh not too far from us in georgia Mm -hmm. in fayette county georgia Mm, that was a lot of sodium police are <laughs> police are investigating yeah Ooh. like you just steal the packets first like how does that work I, uh, I i don't know what happened with that yeah don't fuck don't don't fuck around and spill that shit you you won't you won't survive all that salt right <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like the truck turned over and then motherfucking uh, it falls into a river and the river just <laughs> just just dries up yeah that river dries up you be like <laughs> it was just noodles and powder i don't understand it was just real right. done noodles at the bottom of the lake just a bunch of fish ramen in here because come on y'all ever had bass ramen because that's what the fuck this shit right crab into. ramen like that's all that's down here fish and noodles mm-hmm. 
Fayette County deputies investigating a string of thefts tonight, including five car break-ins, one stolen motorcycle, and one high-dollar heist of ramen noodles. Nearly $100,000 worth of ramen noodles sitting in a large trailer parked at a Chevron store on Georgia Highway 85 North. You would think it'd be safe. A deputy said the 53-foot trailer carrying the noodle freight was stolen between July 25th and August 1st. The sheriff says the trailer was secured at the time. $100,000 worth of ramen noodles. That's at least seven companies of ramen noodles. That's eight warehouses, at least. Of ramen noodles. Y'all do know, you know, you get a real good sale. You get a four for a dollar. That is one billion metric tons of ramen noodles to get $100,000 worth. I mean... Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, you can get, you can get, you can, uh, be fancy and get the fancier ramen numbers, but you still like 50 to 75 cent a, a pack. That's like a moon. That is a Death Star worth of ramen noodles. Like, you can make the it Death is, Star. Shit, it is a Death Star itself. Like, it's just Death. Uh, ramen noodles are delicious, y'all. They are. I'm not, I'm not saying that they ain't, but yes. This is not an argument against your point. I just, it just, I just like ramen noodles. I just, yeah, and, and once I found out that ramen noodles didn't come in like a pack and they came out pants, it changed my life forever. Uh, Aretha Franklin died. I know. You know, a lot of people are very sad. She was a voice of, uh, the queen of soul. Like, one of the few people that, you know, as much as we talk about titles and arguments, never seen anybody argue that Aretha Franklin wasn't the queen of soul. Mm-mm. You know, and of course, you know, all the typical things happen when a, black person of her stature dies in yeah, our society she happens. was sick for a while and they had pronounced that she was like deathly ill so a lot of people had already kind of started their tributes and then i think was friday she passed mm-hmm. and i do you know agree with y'all i don't think nev campbell should do the uh the tribute okay my tribute would be um my tribute would probably be uh sam smith Adele, John B, Robin Thicke, and Justin Timberlake. That's probably who I would like to see uh, tribute in the Hunger Games. I would like to see them all volunteer as tribute. <laughs> and that Hunger sounds Games, better. Hunger Games for the Hungering. Um, nah, uh, lot you know it was it led to a lot of shit where people were you know very emotional, very hostile. I still think. You know, it was a perfect storm for Lovey, but she wasn't the only one that got caught in the crossfire. Uh-oh. An argument over Aretha Franklin led to a Suffolk shooting, witnesses say. Oh, shit! Mm-hmm. Yep, there was a actual shooting. Because, why the fuck not? Um, ooh, this could be guess the race. You know what, I'm gonna save this to the end of the show. They finally updated this with pictures of the people that did it. Okay. You know what? Mm. Y'all just one... Uh, it, it, we just get to do guest the race on this alright well cool well, you know what let's move on to something else okay we'll come back to that put a pin in it y'all um oh here's a school started the year by shaming girls in the uh high school uh <laughs> they put a photo fo- a photo went made the rounds on twitter and facebook and it was at gregory lincoln middle school and it's a message that they wanted girls to say uh or girls to believe i guess to educate them um and it it was it was pretty ridiculous let me see if i can it said uh the more you act like a lady the more he'll act like a gentleman 
right over the lockers as you walk in school who thought that was smart probably a man come on (laughs) you a fuck how much of a lady act like whether the powers be that be at hisd administration building knew about the outrageous words to live by as i know just now they issued a statement yes it was in the fucking hallway somebody approved you don't put shit up in the hallway without somebody going okay um just now they issued a statement adding that they would no longer they would have no further comment at the time the quote does not align with hisd values and it will be taken down they said uh full marks of ktr tv who did a little research and reports that according to a search the quote appears to be attributed to sydney biddle barrows a best-selling author businesswoman and founder of new york city escort agency what that's the message you want to get the middle school kids what the fuck are we talking about here okay so one i do want to say i don't have a problem with someone looking up to a businesswoman even if Mm -hmm. she's working in the sex industry as an escort agency head i'm I'm not saying that but it feels inconsistent that your message is essentially to slut shame girls by using the words of a madam to slut shame them it seems like this was not thought through and and that's the problem that i have yeah how you gonna like out of all the people you could have got inspirational words from or even this person you probably could have got better inspirational words than these barrels pleaded guilty in 1984 to promoting prostitution according to her biography she went on to write several books including mayflower madam the secret life of sydney biddle barrels and just between us girls secrets about men from the mayflower madam and so on went this is what we need to put on the wall for the little girls that we're slut shaming wow using the words of a woman who uh we would not approve of if you look at the way we're using this quote right Mm-mm-mm. uh yeah um 100 <laughs> um yeah apparently they moved removed it um overnight the wall decal letters were taken down the wall was floated out and a new slab of drywall was installed and painted also was like it wasn't no banner you could rip down it was so sort of painted into the wall mm-hmm. on top of it well it was on top of some lockers and they just basically took that wall down and, and painted over it put up a, a clean slate wall right so that means somebody painted it because you had to put up a clean slate that means somebody somewhere said yes approve put it up i could see it was like a piece of paper that you could tape and somebody was like oh who the fuck put this up take that shit down no somebody did something because everything got checks and balances which means somebody came up with this idea somebody said yeah somebody wrote it somebody it, it somebody said yes 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 it got to the principal they approved it and then they painted the shit which means somebody had to sit up there and write the letters which means somebody passed by them while they was fucking writing the letters and at no period of time did somebody be like oh uh, what take that shit down nobody said this nope everybody was a-okay with this shit right until somebody was like what the fuck is this only because of social media yeah somebody because the parents would have complained about it they'd have took it down and be like you're no problem to see here a hundred um all right let's move on speaking of uh a hundred we 
we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with the we assign point scores from zero to 100 at intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with today's contestants are once again everybody yay all right um all right let's see what everybody's up to today so i don't know if you heard about this guy but there's a doctor who was arrested and he says he was being treated like a black person during the arrest but he says i was just trying to make a point no you wasn't Mm-mm. Mm-mm. allies just what we need you ain't trying to Get make arrested a point. tell the police uh to treat me like a black person make a point for you know for the nation you know you're getting arrested because they was like you're under arrest and he was like oh you're gonna treat me like you treat them niggas mm. that's exactly how that conversation so was. you're not buying his story is what i'm hearing no i'm nope 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 not buying it at all which also indicates that y'all see this bullshit too y'all mm. see that they arrest us and beat us and and treat brown people all types of ways y'all see it but I'm supposed to believe you're an ally when you don't say nothing, you don't speak on it, and and it takes you getting arrested. It can take over ten years to develop a single medication. But what if? Sorry. It, no Sorry, problem. And it takes you getting arrested like this, mm-hmm. you know, because you could have been arrested protesting, you know, Black Lives Matter event and double like it's a lot of places where you could have been and them arrest you and you make this point. I go okay, but no, 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 sir. So no, this sir. was not a protest of one. Nope one man's fight against the corrupt police and the system and against the nope for the black it, lives nope because it had been, been organized nope mm. so Mm-mm. he could not have made an impromptu Mm-mm. by himself Mm-mm. nope he was in the airport nope wow okay so there you guys have it karen does not believe that uh Mm-mm. Mm-mm. wow wow that's uh kind of sad when you think about it that way that you would uh impugn this white man's integrity who yep. got arrested. Un- unless there's something else with this story that's coming mm-hmm. up that you about to tell me then nope okay i mean it does not seem like the viral video was recorded by him or anything it seemed like somebody recorded it and then put it online so i mean that does lend itself to your point that he may not have planned this i don't think he did either a uh, white doctor at the center of a viral video showing him complaining that he was being treated like a black person during an arrest at orlando international airport on thursday now says he created the disturbance on purpose to prove a point about police use of excessive force mm. well welcome to the cookout buddy you can have amorosa's ticket i got you you know no. i appreciate you coming through i've all I've- this guy is trying to provoke me he's a law enforcement officer and he's trying to provoke me he's making some good points police try to provoke him people are filming it he wants to know if it's going to de-escalate i mean yeah that's a good point genius do you have training genius there's no alcohol you want to test me come arrest me or give me a fight Hmm. I mean, he did dare them to arrest him, which is, you know, maybe that's part They're of him. They're arresting me. They're arresting me. 
They started, so then he started saying, don't put the t- cuffs too tight. And, uh, of course, you know, cops, that's basically foreplay for them. Uh, so then, uh, he started struggling to get, you know, struggling against the cuffs. Do not hurt me. Do not hurt me. You understand? Do not be rough with me. He is yelling at the cop. You know, it made me kind of feel like Bill Murray in, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> where <laughs> he went to the dentist and he was acting you know like he was kind of into it uh he was kind of into the whole you know getting getting messed up uh this this guy sounds a little too into it maybe he was reverse psychology in the police and he thought the cops would be like whoa whoa let him go johnson this motherfucker sounds like he's getting a thrill out of it he said he got a stiffy in his pants we gotta we gotta let this one Better let this one go. He's, he wants to be arrested. Don't beat me up, you mother Don't beat me up. Let's get up. Oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> I should be laughing at this. Nope. <laughs> you still get a motherfucking 100. <laughs> I'm just mad out the fact that, that, uh, the way you hollering and what you said, but they treat you like a black person. You half of the words you spoke would have never been said, dog. Don't beat me up, motherfuckers. Hey, <laughs> don't taste me, bro. Oh, get the other side. I'm not listening. It's like he's narrating this shit. What is happening? Oh, you treat me like a fucking black person. <laughs> Thank you. White, white lives matter now. Okay. Thank you so much. I did not believe that all lives and white lives matter specifically until you showed me the way, white man, uh, activists. We appreciate you Mm-mm. getting on the front lines of this racial skirmish. Many people would have sat by, played the back, you know, not drawn attention to the plight of black people as we have been over policed for centuries at this point and this brave man this brave man said i'm gonna go to the airport and use my white privilege to highlight what the black people go through every single day of their lives thank you Mm-mm. Mm. wow Mm-mm. yep um Mm-mm. so yeah he uh he was charged with battery on a law enforcement officer resisting arrest trespassing after a warning disorderly conduct and possession of cannabis of less than 20 grams after complaining of chest pains when he was taken into custody epstein was taken to an area of the hospital by ambulance according to the arrest report and route he allegedly told an accompanying officer that he created a very big disturbance and i did it on purpose yes scroll, scroll up a little bit it said that he was an unruly person an unruly passenger showed his ass and they got called at 6 a.m what, what are you the incident beginning thursday at 6 a.m mm-hmm. right that's the best time to get attention to black lives matter and stuff karen they was, everybody that way you be in the news cycle all day and it was called an unruly passenger on american airlines mm-hmm. at the ticket counter right where they arrived to find him shouting obscenities according to arrest uh i mean you gonna believe the pigs maybe he was just he said he calls it on purpose karen he said so he you did show it on your ass at 6 a.m on the counter i mean at, at the ticket office at 6 a.m mm-hmm yeah 
so he said i did this on purpose to draw attention create a very big stir service i did it on purpose he was released from the hospital into processing after he refused to answer doctor's questions they're asking me questions do i have a history of heart disease hmm i guess you would like to know that everyone listen outside in the hallway listen to these invasive questions that they have for me that treating me like a black person with all these questions about my health high blood pressure why would you want to know that is it because you think i'm black hmm a history of diabetes which black people have a higher rate of well isn't that convenient everyone get your phones out it's time okay the revolution starts today with me in the hospital we're gonna put the whole healthcare system on trial why are you asking if i have insurance do you think i don't have insurance because black people don't have insurance hmm you think i'm just gonna walk out of here and just leave out the front door without paying my bills because black people have a higher chance of being in debt due to medical expenses everyone pay attention go on get on facebook live right now get your cameras on me it's about to go down okay we're changing healthcare system one stream at a time get your iv out of me get it out right now i don't want it in there yeah uh he also is a self-proclaimed conservative republican later he said he actually made was making political statement of sorts i'm a trump guy he told wesh but until the police fix this problem i don't blame black people for being upset when they get arrested hey, that's mighty white <laughs> until they fix this problem uh, listen you mean the black a, folks i'm a trump guy but this police thing i agree i niggas got a point <laughs> they're arresting me too niggas i guess i guess black lives really do matter now hashtag me too okay niggers uh they seemed however to be many black americans more upset at his comments as the video circulated friday on social media oh my girl black girl in maine white privileges being in an airport yelling at cops telling them you pissed you're pissed off and eventually they tire your histrionics and arrest your ass then you yell they are treating me like a fucking black person that is white privilege Mm-mm-mm. sean king <laughs> uh let's cop what did he have to say oh, no. i'm sorry get it together Rod. think on that for a moment tweeted advocate and columnist sean king with all this going on that's what came to his mind police brutality to him is something reserved for black folk power to the people right on um so yeah um the police didn't talk about it they was like come on uh zero to a hundred can oh i was a hundred from the beginning mm well um considering that this is on purpose and he wanted to make a point a political statement i feel like i'm gonna have to give this like a 25 i mean how fucked with can i be really you know guy gets arrested as a protest at the airport uh clearly he must not have had much to do that rest of that day i guess he didn't catch his flight so we just gotta be thankful for trump voters like him that are just uh out here having our backs as black people you know Mm -mm. bringing attention Mm -mm. nope you voted for trump so you're racist 
Mm. Okay. Well, can with the hard line stance. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. How about this one? Uh, rural Alabama charter opens as first integrated school in Sumter County. And, uh, what year we in? 2018? <laughs> we motherfucking 2018? And y'all go, hmm. We ought to stop this all white shit. Hold on, Karen. Go back to the last story. Do you really believe that that man getting arrested can't cause us to have less incidences in our own community of black people being arrested by the police, over policing, police brutality and harassment? Because I believe that... With the right white man, we can do anything. With the right white man, we can do anything, Karen. Nope. Okay. All right. Back to this story. Mm-hmm. At 7.50 on Monday morning when school started at the University Charter School in Livingston. Because where is he at? Where in the back like Bernie? He he marched. Did he march? Hmm? Nobody seen him in the photos, videos? I just wanted to play the clip. Okay. I'll just come through clean. I don't... <laughs> i didn't really want to argue about it um, but you're right with the with the right one we actually can't do something we i mean not to, i agree with that but not him he thinks he's the right one in west alabama sumter county students in kindergarten through eighth grade began a new era hardly aware of the history they were making for the first time black students and white students are learning side by side in integrated public school classrooms more than half of the school's 300 plus students are black while just under half are white while not fully representative of the county split 76 percent black 24 percent white no public school in the county has come close to reaching the percentage at ucs according to historical enrollment documents The implications of the charter school opening had wasn't lost on parents and teachers and school administrators on Monday. This is an historic day and a historic mission, Principal John Cameron said as he directed cars in the student drop-off lane. Cameron is a native to this area of Alabama known as the Black Belt, first historically for its fertile soil, and now also because the majority of the residents are black. Um, kindergarten teacher Brittany Williams who was one of the school's 20-plus teachers recruited to open the school graduated from UWA in December she said at last week's open house she's thrilled to teach at ucs in part uh because she fell in love with livingston and didn't want to leave uh zero to a hundred oh i get hundred because it's 2018 and we just like you know what a place is 70 something percent black and 30 something percent white or whatever that number is hmm. mm. they might also go to the same school together mm yeah i gotta give it 100 as well i mean come no, on. 2018 I, gotta... I mean it's good i guess now i mean because i guess the other alternative is they still have segregated schools this year and every year after this so i guess it's good that it's not segregated anymore and these kids will go to an integrated school but it's hard to feel good about something that you know was supposed to be over with 50 60 70 years ago and it's just now getting addressed it was never over with the only reason why schools were integrated because the federal government said white folks y'all got to bought police out and was like we gonna force you to integrate Mm -hmm. and after a while it became common nature but still a lot of white folks want to push neighborhood schools because you know neighborhood schools mean that people that look like you can afford homes in these areas and go to these schools because i'm even against charter schools charter schools is also in my opinion a way to take public money and funnel it up to people that want to actually separate themselves because a lot of these charter schools have lottery systems and all that shit you know got this special education why don't you offer this shit across schools across the board why does it why do they have to be these special charter schools you can actually offer that at your 
regular ass school you know but can they hmm? can they i don't i don't know i mean my assumption is they they can okay so this is not an argument for charter schools but it is an argument against the way that american society views education correct nobody wants to pay for the shit everybody wants public school to be basically to be free and cost nothing no one like people adamantly get against teachers getting salary raises they get mad about schools wanting increased budgets they they want the kids to be educated but they basically look at school like a fucking babysitting job correct they like the kid can come home as stupid as they left and the, and a lot of parents are okay with that as long as it doesn't quote unquote cost them anything you know and it's you know people without kids you know they i don't care i don't got kids where i feel like taking care of kids is a public um it's a, it's a situation where we as a public it's a public responsibility for all of us as citizens right and, you, and in my opinion you're trying to outsource this and you can't really yeah. outsource it and so what happens with charter schools is they a lot of the times it's like we'll save a handful of kids you know where it gets real fucked up and racism when you come to these uh vouchers right that, that's where it gets the racism because like a charter school by itself isn't always a racist thing like no, a lot of times a lot of times they'll take black kids and they'll specifically have a charter school that's like oh no it's gonna be all black people here correct like that's happened you know there's been some there's even been i think jeffrey canada has done some things where i mean controversial but he's done some things where you know they basically got black kids to break cycles of drop out of school no education stuff like that lebron james is making a school where he's trying to break that cycle it's just sad that it has to fall to a private citizen to do a public good in a situation with something as fucking uh, uh what is the best word uh it is we should have a right to be to education right and 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 and, and i truly believe this the right to an education right now is up for debate and i don't think people understand it like it's literally gonna be up for debate didn't we read a story about a judge that was like well, I know they ain't teach you, but fuck it. You ain't, you know, there's nothing in the book to say you got a right to a, to, to, to be literate. Remember the people yeah, that Detroit. Right. So you go, well, it's your fucking job. How can you turn around and say, I don't have, I'm not obligated to teach you. Right. And so these charter schools, I think to some extent go, well, we can take 200 kids and give them an actual good education, or we can just put those 200 kids in the same school with the other 600 kids and everybody kind of gets to be stupid because we have tapped out as a populace on fucking educating kids we really look at it as a budget item and a lot of people become republican when it's talking about when you talk about schools it's right wasting money it's just politics it's that yet they but they want their kids to have tablets they want their kids to get the best finest education they want their kids to get personal attention <clears throat> they want their kids to uh have their discipline problems looked at as more than their school to prison pipeline but at the same time when it comes to putting the money and the time into the community um and i'll take it the next step um a lot of it is because people look at public education as a black thing right like most problems in america it starts with race and and then the problem gets more fucked up but a lot of people when they hear public school they think black people now meanwhile everybody's in public school most right. people that you cross most most you you have a lot of people that went to some of these prestigious schools and shit like that but the vast majority of the public populace 
graduated from kindergarten to high school in the public fucking school system that's how the massive amount of people get educated very 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 few people can afford a fucking job a year or a house payment or a house full whole fucking house a year just to send your child to school the average person cannot afford that and i feel like my taxes are gonna go up anyway shit let it go to something that matters that's how i feel too we are the vast minority of people i think like we are very we're the people who i mean every time uh charlotte north carolina has a bond issue for schools i approve I say, it yes i don't even care me i either. really don't care like people like it's gonna be 33 more cents for me for this year i want everyone to pay the 33 more cents because we need it's either this or it's prison that's right we there's studies and there's proof that if you do not educate people they just end up in prison and guess who pays for that shit us and it's a lot more expensive right. to pay for these fucking prisons and and in many cases the way we treat prisoners there's zero chance of them coming out of out of out of prison and being able to uh contribute to society because we won't let them with kids if they go to college or if they go to school and they graduate there's a much higher chance they go out and they get a job or they do something that produces right back into the economy right back into society and all that shit so uh like i said um the charter school thing is is more about what it ends up becoming right because we start at racism we start with public school is for niggers and uh and 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 all the other undesirables and then uh how can i get my white kid in a white in a place where white people are and if i can't afford private school then i have to go look at some other option oh what are these charter schools this sounds like a bridge between private and regular school Mm -hmm. oh i can't afford that either Mm -mm. um what if i get a voucher but we just okay we're giving vouchers who gets the vouchers right and that's where we end back up at oh white kids uh so we're back to practicing that segregation practicing that nepotism and shit and so in this case though um where they're taking uh anyway i'm 100 fucked with because of all the shit but i'm not gonna knock this completely and be like might as well keep it separated like nah this is better than separate segregation i mean right duh but 2018 right because there's no such thing as separate but equal that shit was never realistic yeah like it's better than what the fuck y'all had but it's hard to celebrate this milestone right and in 2018 is just and and and, and I, I think that's the part that actually makes me motherfucking mad people mars people died people protesting and you're like 2018 well i guess and on top of that i guarantee you if we went across it there's other school systems they got this same problem right but and it's yeah, not being addressed and like nichelle said depends on where you are some charter schools are free like it, i mean definitely i'm not i'm just saying as a we're talking in generalities right. about charter schools throughout the united states there's a lot of different instances why which is why they're not necessarily uniform they're not mm-hmm. always available to the public there's not always a public option and then when it is a lot of times it is selection so it's still like a filter of mm-hmm. which kids are the kids that we think deserve to go to the charter school and when you start looking at the numbers it's not always it's not always going to go to the people who quote unquote need it the most um and who makes those determinations so anyways yeah, it's a hundred for me right 2018 y'all go yay diversity you looking like bitch what mm-hmm. um baltimore police officer suspended after viral video shows him punching and tackling a man yeah i mean that's what happens when you a black police officer doing that shit 
you didn't know then blue line does not cross over the black line the thick black line is a little bit more uh i've seen this video so many times i'm not gonna show it obviously can i know um i've seen this video mostly because facebook has that autoplay feature or whatever I thought, um and <clears throat> after i deleted facebook off my phone and reinstalled it i just forgot to turn it off so yeah they want to reset you you're like why wow, i had it stop continue right. to stop right it doesn't pick up on my old preferences and shit and i just forgot to turn it off and you know it's weird because you know half 99 percent of the time on facebook i love seeing these like a video where it's right because like, it's normally funny or something like that right, right here's white people making a souffle out of cotton candy and pickles you know <laughs> right you're like ooh, nasty retweet i mean yeah. repost so but then like sometimes it's shit like this where it's some some dude running up on a black dude punching him in his face over and over and i'm like why the fuck would would uh <clears throat> anyone think that was uh something that should you know be auto played in the start of your article or whatever but whatever i'm not upset it's just weird um you know as much as people laughed at her uh that woman that did the atl orgy made a great point when she said you can't show titties on facebook but you can show some black man getting his ass whooped by a cop on autoplay and that's fine that's fine though what does right that say? what does that say about us anyway um police officer was suspended with pay uh at the viral video i think he's actually been i think he's resigned hold on let me look this up because i actually think there's been more developments since i say this article but yeah he beat up this black dude who was my i mean minding his business even if he was supposed to be arrested or whatever um i'm pretty sure he didn't need to punch him in the face slam him on the ground a bunch of good cops looked on didn't say shit didn't stop the guy or reprimand him or anything um the video went viral so now the guy's gotta go you know the police commissioner gary tuggle said he was deeply disturbed this is the same place where freddie gray was killed so and you know nobody really was punished for that so uh yeah the officer involved has been suspended while we investigate the totality of the incident part of our investigation will be reviewing the body worn camera footage it's weird they don't seem to okay so the police didn't even name him his attorney named him uh deshaun mcgreer is the cop's name 26 years old it's just interesting that uh cops still get this like they can be on their public officials they have the right to kill us they can be on um like it be everywhere they can be on tv all the shit and um we can't know their names when they do these things ain't that some shit we can't know their names and they're the ones that can take our lives we just gotta be like but no we don't want them to <sighs> anyway he resigned apparently uh so we'll see what happens from this right um, but i'm not shocked that he was suspended or that he resigned uh because this is another example of you know somebody not white that's a police officer over policing and brutalizing somebody and then being like what i don't get the full support of the police union no you do not i don't even know why black cops buy into this bullshit and protect these white corrupt officers because ain't no difference between them and y'all as far as uh the cops the white people that are cops that are racist and beat up black people really don't see a difference between your ass and those black people like they put you in on it and like they that's said, only because you got a uniform you walk out without that goddamn uniform on it's a whole because you, you just blended with everybody else like dave Chappelle said about white women you were in on the heist you just didn't like your cut and that's what happens with these black officers what happened with that asian officer that shot somebody in uh 
in in new york i think he shot a kai Gurley maybe mm-hmm. and same thing like people was marching on his behalf and shit it's like oh you don't like your cut of the patriarchy anyway all right let's move into something funny uh let's do some guest erase now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guest erase time now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read a play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everybody playing is racist <clears throat> let's see um argument over aretha franklin leads to suffolk shooting i promised this would be uh coming up and now you guys are getting it yay suffolk virginia police responded to a report of a gunshot victim thursday morning around 10 45 a.m oh early in the morning yeah yep police said the shooting happened at 300 block of east washington street and it started with an argument news threes rachel Cardin spoke to a witness who said he heard that to the he heard the two people in a local barber shop arguing over whether or not holly berry played or would play aretha franklin in a movie <laughs> and that's when the guns came out uh police said the fight turned physical <clears throat> and then one of the subjects identified as 44 year old michael jermiel hatton produced a firearm shooting the other man at least once outside the shop police said the fire oh wait both men got emergency medical assistance and treatment by suffolk fire and rescue personnel before being transported to local hospitals to further treatment Franklin had previously wanted Barry to play her in an upcoming biopic, but Barry claimed she couldn't sing and wouldn't do the role justice, according to E! News. Instead, of Jennifer, instead, Jennifer Hudson was tapped to play the Queen of Soul in the film. Police said the gunshot victim, identified as 47-year-old Tony Jonathan Lundy, is considered to be a critical condition. A man who tells News 3 he is the victim's brother said the treatment is ongoing at the hospital. A nearby business was fully staffed during the shooting. And men inside recall hearing someone say, no, 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 before hearing four or five gunshots. Ouch. According to police, Hatton was treated for his injuries and released from the hospital and then was taken to the magistrate's office where the, the warrants were secured and served. He's transported to the Western Tidewater Regional Jail where he remains held without bond. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, guess the race of, uh, the man who shot the other dude oh black mm, karen's going with uh black it sounds like um let me get to the chat room and see what they believe um ain't no way this is a white man soul brother um rod you didn't even need to read past the headline for this one black still runs baps on loop on in the shop black was selling the new aretha trap bootleg cd outside black black barbershop hot takes black black ain't no way these ain't no niggas <laughs> these are the some chain of fools black oh sam jack in meanie oh wait sam jack in menace black okay it sounds like everybody's uh going with black on this one karen went with black as well let me get my sound effects back up because it's taking too long um but the correct answer is black you all got it okay why is that take care?
Well, I guess they ain't think. <laughs> guess he wasn't the son of a preacher man, apparently, with them guns. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what? It, okay, maybe that's what it was, Ken. I don't know. Mm-hmm. 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 You done? You got? <laughs> y'all, that's his picture over there. He's the one on the right uh, in the blue. Did it show up on the screen? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to say he didn't put no respect on it. Yep. <laughs> he put no respect on his name. Uh so yeah, that was um mm-hmm. guess he thought ain't no way this could happen to me. <laughs> Why did you do that? Why? Why did you do that, Terry? Oh my god. Oh my god. Why you do that, Karen? <laughs> oh my god. All right. I couldn't help it, y'all. I couldn't help it. Let's go to the next one. Okay, let's move on. Respect for the dead. Mm-hmm. Down the freeway of love? Mm-hmm. That that's not even relevant to what happened. I know. I don't feel. Right. Okay. All right. Eighteen year old Y'all know my puns don't make no sense after a while, right? Oh, uh, we know. We are aware. We're aware. Um, this is what y'all be wanting for. Y'all be like, Karen's so funny. See? This the shit you get. <laughs> Don't encourage me. 18 year old who pushed friend off a 60 foot bridge now facing charges. Um, the 18 year old who pushed her teenage friend off a 60 foot bridge in Washington state, leaving her with multiple injuries, has been charged with one count of reckless endangerment. Reckless endangerment? 60 feet? It be your own people, don't it? uh prosecutors filed the charge friday with a declaration of probable cause from the arresting officer stating it is clear that taylor smith engaged in conduct which created a substantial risk of death and resulted in serious physical injury to jordan holgerson reckless endangerment is considered a gross misdemeanor that is punishable by up to a year in jail and a maximum of five thousand dollars Ooh, you pay somebody more than five feet we got a problem what are we talking about six feet yeah I don't know how they're ever going to repair their friendship after this one. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. It broke just like that fall. Mm-hmm. I feel like that bridge is burned. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, uh, I accept the charges maturely, and all I can do is hope for the best for Jordan and myself," says Smith. Uh, she told ABC News this because I guess it was that important. Smith pushed Hogerson 16 off a bridge over the Lewis River at Molten Falls Regional Park near Vancouver, Washington, August 7th. Hogerson plunged the equivalent of three stories before belly flopping into the water below. She suffered significant injuries, including six broken ribs, a punctured lung, and air bubbles in her chest. God damn, air bubbles. Yeah, I gotta say, that's a bridge too far. <laughs> This should give her a score too? I don't think so. It's a long story, but I'm trying to give you guys the abridged version. Um, so the incident was captured on cell phone video that went viral on social media, but since been removed. Surveillance camera video also shows the moment. Oh, so they had somebody that was recording? Yep. She, that's why she pushed her. Yeah, they, yeah. I don't know if she thought it would be funny or what. Nobody charged her with a fucking attempted murder. You did this on purpose. Yep. The camera, the surveillance camera video also shows the moment Smith p- 
shoved Hogerson over the bridge. According to the complaint filed in Clark County District Court, Hogerson told authorities that Smith was the one who pushed her and that it was unwanted. Uh, Smith admitted to pushing Hogerson off the bridge and told authorities she did so in an attempt to help her friend overcome her fear and not to injure her. Are you scared of falling to your death? Let me show you why it's not scary. Seven broken ribs and air bubbles in your lungs and puncture lung later. Ha ha, got it. Earlier here Friday, an exclusive interview with ABC News Good Morning America, Smith said she didn't consider repercussions beforehand. Well, she's just a kid. She's only 18. You know how we all been there. We all made that mistake. She wanted to jump. She was scared. She had asked me to give her a push, and I didn't think about the consequences. I thought she would be fine. Um, yeah. Oh, we're getting to the cutoff point. Let me go to the next session before we get cut off, guys. I'll finish this story on the other side of the bridge. Let's take it to the bridge, guys. We'll forget this time. We'll let it be water, water under the bridge. Okay, you know I'm just trolling like they do under the bridge. Alright. <laughs> Alright, guys. Here we go. Sorry, we're just trying to bridge the gap between us and white people. Um went to the top of the bridge and my other friend my other my friend she came up to the bridge with me and so she was counting down and i didn't think anything of it and i was like no 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 don't count down like i won't go if you count down i'm not ready and then she pushed me uh she said she didn't feel any pain but adrenaline kicked in after she hit the water and then an emt then an emt was off duty helped me onto the rocks and just a whole bunch of people surrounding me were helping calming me down i'm happy to be okay she told good morning america she immediately reached out to hogerson after the incident apologized several times and even tried to visit her in the hospital but was asked to leave yeah goddamn right yeah show your ass up here because the family don't give a fuck as far as they're concerned you tried to kill her mm-hmm uh the two were pretty close friends for years she added i love that girl that's about the end of this friendship i never intended to hurt her ever nor would i intend to hurt anyone i'm really sorry it turned out that way i'm just praying that she heals and gets better uh all right well guess the race of uh this girl that pushed uh the other one white karen's going white let's check the chat room bridges of madison Collie, white oh. mean girls trying to get over all the drama white white on white violence white shape of water white oh. <laughs> mean girls too white the correct answer is white <laughs> so i said that helped try to eliminate competition for head cheerleader oh man Mm-mm-mm. well i will say this much man she kind of looks like bridget fonda to me oh mm-hmm. uh or maybe bridge g nelson <laughs> all right sorry i know you guys thought we were over that bridge all right all right now i'm done for real um all right but yeah they, they were both white ridiculous mm-hmm 
that's just like attempted murder that like meanwhile there's a black kid putting his brother in a headlock that's going to jail tried as a man i'm sure right somewhere right. in somewhere in virginia right so as far as they're concerned this is the bridge going too far it was a bridge too far i guess nobody should tell you that i already did that one ah! all right guys let's go to the bonus round my bad <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race sorry double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two but Woo! will she be able to go three for three let's find out i will i start uh being the better listener with the pun game my bag it's okay it's okay we're all getting in on it it's fun it's don't don't let me shock you it's just i'm just messing with you <laughs> uh dad reported missing by partner found days later with his new wife oh a dad reported missing by his partner 27 years turned up in the u.s married to a secret lover malcolm mcgregor's family called in the cops after he vanished from the home he shared with his childhood sweetheart cheryl cowie 37 in uh motherwell scotland the town is about 15 miles southeast of glasgow but the shameless mcgregor has was seen beaming in wedding snaps after fleeing to utah to marry new wife Belle valick after wooing her on facebook what yeah cops launched a hunt when the 38 year old failed to return home to worry cowie and their two kids oh it's understood that mcgregor a decorator told his family in motherwell that he was visiting a relative in kilomarnock uh just 34 miles away but cowie was horrified after it emerged that he had jetted 4,500 miles to utah and was now shacked up with his new wife but they do have some people that are cool with more than one wife in utah i guess maybe apparently so though, you know mm-hmm. friends told cowie's a of anguish cowie's anguish after seeing the marriage pictures showing him cozying up with his missus who had taken his surname one friend said it's just awful I, it must have been devastating for Cowie to see those pics. Malcolm and Cheryl are childhood sweethearts. They've been together for over 20 years. They met at school. They have two kids and seem like a perfect family. But all of a sudden, he just upped and left. It's crazy. What happened? How, how did they? What, so, uh, honey, that suggestion thing is a beast. So he didn't change his name. She picked up his. So you don't think she gonna start popping up in people's feeds? They just don't know what has gotten into him. It's just so out of character to say his family are devastated is an understatement. The bombshell details emerged after McGregor told Cowie, who works as a carer, uh, he was going to spend a few days with a family member on July 20th. But when he failed to arrive back at home on July 23rd, his family reported him missing to the police. Officers established he traveled overseas and was safe and well. Cowie's family added Cheryl couldn't get hold of him anywhere. His car was supposedly dumped near his sister's home and oh. police were looking everywhere then they came to tell her that Mal- uh that malcolm had been in touch saying he was safe so they could do no more so they basically said listen um the good news is he's alive the, the bad news is, is you probably don't coming back i was gonna say the bad news is you probably ain't gonna want him to be had to find out where he at um the friend said that mcgregor probably got to tell got to know bell during his using his private facebook account and may have been in touch with her for as long as two years wow you couldn't have just got divorced nigga the friend added his wife has mormon stuff over her facebook so maybe that has affected him yeah let's blame it on the woman with the mormon stuff he probably was not cheating before that bright idea popped into his head 
mcgregor may have finalized details of for his new life earlier this year he used he understood to have previously told cowie he was heading to bournemouth a city in southern england but it feared but it's feared it may have been a cover for a week trip to see valley the source said she became suspicious when he returned as she saw a message on his phone saying something like miss you gorgeous the number mm. was the number was american but he just shrugged it off when she confronted him what uh some bitch from a whole nother country and i'm supposed to be cool how you shrug something like that off like okay. we we ain't even in the same country code like 803 what 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 on july 23rd he revealed on facebook that the pair had married while his new partner later shared a wedding picture friends of mcgregor's new wife who may have kids of her own congratulated them on their big day beth groining larson wrote congratulations you look so happy and beautiful in june bell's daughter posted i got my passport y'all when asked where she was off to she replied scotland cowie declined to comment on the split but she shared cryptic posts on facebook including yeah they really got an audience people business knowing you're being lied to is worse than being hurt by the truth Mm. uh police said inquiries were carried out and it was established mcgregor had traveled overseas and was confirmed to safe as well a man claiming to be mcgregor sent the scottish son a foul mouth email when asked about the split he called the claim lies and would be he would call in lawyers he said all right well uh guess the race of uh mr malcolm mcgregor oh mighty white of him white okay so karen uh okay yeah i see what your belief is let's see the chat and see what they believe the scottish version of going to the corner store for cigarettes and a 40 and never coming back white oh went out for cigarettes with his passport white don draper ain't shit white uh hey barbara this is richie hey listen i ain't never coming home again take it easy white uh police searched woman in utah mormons whitest shit ever police searched for him in earnest federal line white moving to to utah white two families one cup white Aww. white uh he's white secret lovers white my man is my man is your man heard it's her man too white and gone boy white the, <laughs> the correct answer is white gone boy white Mm-mm. with the right white man we can do anything yep. you really can mm-hmm. he said i'm gonna show y'all how it's done i'll show y'all how this cheating shit is done okay y'all out here doing step your cheating game up are you even international with your shit hmm that's what i do okay they call me the international player now, last time i checked you could get divorced over there mm-hmm. i'm sure when his wife caught him so what do you suggest? I suggest you just just keep playing, man, and don't worry about what goes on at the top of things. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. It is what it is. As uh, Safari said, bitches like me. Uh, <laughs> still the coldest shit I've said. I love him. Come on, what's wrong with that man? All right, guys, sore ratchet this time. <laughs> A Bremerton woman has been charged with stabbing her husband with a samurai sword during an argument. A Bremerton woman accused of stabbing her husband in the arm with a samurai sword, which reminded him 
which required him to be flown to seattle hospital for treatment was charged wednesday with second degree assault police were char- called at 12:38 a.m wednesday to the residence um the uh, uh the man that was stabbed told, told police officers he and his wife had been fighting over her infidelity and that he demanded she leave the woman went to find the deed to the house saying she owned it too and when she couldn't find it she charged him the man said he shoved her to the ground to keep her from attacking him she then ran downstairs to a sword mounted on the wall i ran up to her at to her as she grabbed the sword and she turned around and and impaled me the man told the officers uh officers uh described the wound as four inches long one inch wide and down to the bone Mm -hmm. the man said he lost feeling in his hand and he was flown to seattle uh the medical center there the woman at first told officers that her husband cut himself during the struggle with the sword which she said she needed to protect herself after her husband slammed her to the ground unprovoked while driving the woman to the kitsap county jail the officer wrote the woman said she stabbed her husband in self-defense the woman pleaded not guilty um yeah who knows what the i guess it's her word against his but i mean somebody did get stabbed because was sword in the house come on Mm-mm-mm. uh all right guys that's it for today thank you so much for uh enjoying our ted talk we appreciate I know, y'all right thank you we'll talk to y'all tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.